This is an independently produced women-owned show. All of our content, editing, distribution, and promotion is done by the three people you hear on the podcast each week, and all of it is paid for out of our own pockets because it's important to us. But now you can help us keep the lights on by making a small contribution to support our efforts. For the price of one or two cups of coffee a month, you can help us produce over 40 episodes a year, plus year-round content in our weekly newsletter and our social media community. And remember how your mom got a free VHS tape of Peter, Paul, and Mary when she became a supporter of PBS? You, too, will get special thank you gifts when you support the PCPS. From blooper reels and after-the-episode discussions to raw, uncut video footage of our recording sessions. We appreciate your support, and we want to show it by sending these perks your way. You can become a supporter by going to poppreservationist.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Or go to our link in bio on Instagram and find the Patreon link in our link tree. And thank you from the bottom of our bell-bottomed hearts. But how many of you would have <laughs> killed to spend one night in the little house on the prairie? Oh, I'd kill now. Me. Right? So I can sleep yeah, in that loft. I, <laughs> I call the loft. You know, with your little kerchief <laughs> on your head? Hello world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of loving is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who only needed a pencil and some patience to rewind a cassette tape. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we'll be saving the places we dreamed of living, which had incredible kitchens, cozy living rooms, and only three walls. Our favorite TV homes. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. Ladies, I believe there are some people among us who might be having some birthdays coming up. Mm -hmm. Pisces we rules. We do. Or wait, are you Aries? You must be Aries. You know what? I am, but I think I'm right on the cusp. So for those of you guys listening, too. Kristen and I share um, almost share a birthday. We're only two days mm -hmm. apart. Kristen's the 19th. I'm the 21st. and But we're a year. So a year and two days apart. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always, my whole life, thought I was an Aries. But then, but then I think I'm right on the... On the cusp, aren't I? I don't know. I'm you not are. into astrology. So do you feel? I do you feel more Pisces? I don't know what they are. Like I don't know. So tell me. Because like, I feel more Aries. I, oh yes. What, I think what is more the Pisces. date? Is the date well, the twenty first? They just, they just updated oh. it within the last oh. year. They oh, they, they, they can't do so that. People, I know. You would think <laughs> the sky can do anything at once. So I'm gonna, um, <laughs> I'm gonna look it up while Wait you guys a minute. are. That yeah. is kind of horrible, though. If you're if you are really into astrology in your whole yeah. life, you're like, no, mm -hmm. this is who I am, and that's almost like your identity. You know, people get yeah. that that sign on. Maybe you get a tattoo, and then they oh. change it on you. <laughs> you both. I have are, two little fish on me. You both are Pisces, I think. Because uh, Michelle, what's yours again? The twenty first. Oh, okay. I Don't lied. forget it. Yeah, no, I won't because um, it's February nineteenth through March twentieth is Pisces, and okay. then you must be. Aries, because Aries. that's March 21st. But if you are on the cusp, you can identify more Pisces. Mm. Mm. I definitely feel more Aries. But I have some real Pisces energy, too. I cry at commercials and stuff like that. 
Well, um, I know that my whole life I was, my mom would always say, you're the first day of spring. You're my first day of spring. Um, if oh, any of you guys read yeah, Juliana Margulies' awesome. book, um, uh, you would, I, I, I identified with that a lot. Um, her memoir that she came out with last year, it's fantastic, by the way. I, if you get it, I recommend it on Audible. Her, she reads it and it's unbelievable. And for many reasons, I identified with Juliana Margulies' childhood. But one of the ones is the mom is saying, you know, you're my little sunshine, you're my whatever constantly. And that kind mm-hmm. of, um, starts to give you almost like this identity that you're supposed to live up to, right? But it was, you're my first day of spring. You're the first day of spring. And then, then I think it was like recently I saw a calendar where it wasn't March 21st. It was March 20th. And I was like, I've been living a lie. Well, it depends on the, the year. the first day of spring. Because it literally starts on a certain minute. And the minutes oh. move. Oh. So it most Carolyn's of the time is the 21st. Look it up. <laughs> but if the minutes change, it could be like at, you know, 1159 on March 20th or something. Yeah. Okay. You well. really, but you are first day of spring. Even if it's on the 20th, it's, you're within minutes of I do spring. love spring. what if there's a leap year or not a leap year? Where, yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. affect it? It totally right, would. Right. Because we have that uh, this year. Oh, no, this year it was 28 days. Um, uh, yeah. And, um, I was always a big birthday person, though. I was always, I loved my birthday more than anything, like more than Christmas. I would start thinking about what I was going to do for my birthday party, probably in the fall, planning my Mm -hmm. slumber party. And then as you get older, it's just like, meh. Oh, not me. I'm, I'm no, I'm not even close to meh. I mean, even though I just said I'm really growing up and I don't have plans for my birthday yet, that's highly unusual. But I, the key is not depending on other people to make your birthday a big deal. Oh, for and sure. So yeah. I, I have little fences around my birthday. And I remember in college, I would look ahead. Okay, this is so nerdy. I would look ahead to all of the tests and midterms that I had because mm-hmm. midterms were oftentimes around my birthday. And I would make a calendar of when I would have to get certain things due and when I would have to study for my midterms so that I wouldn't have to do anything on my birthday. Wow. Right. Oh, absolutely. I still mm-hmm. do that. I still clear my birthday. And I do, even though when I say, when I said earlier that as you get older, it's just kind of like meh, it's because it's not like, oh, we're going to have a slumber party or we're going to, yeah. you know, and, and my birthday has always since when, since my kids were in school, it falls around spring break. So I've had fantastic birthdays, you know, cause we would go on spring break trips. So I would be either at Disney or I'd be at the beach or I'd be in Hawaii or I'd be in these really, not necessarily on my birthday, but around my birthday. So we yeah. would always just say, we'll celebrate mama's birthday when we're in wherever. Um, the past two, three years though, um, well, you know, two years ago, it was right after COVID started. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just really thankful to have my whole family home. Um, last year it was just kind of mad. This year I am going to give myself a spa day the day before Brian and I are going, um, on a trip. Uh, and we're kind of combining something we need to do with, um, something then that's just going to be fun for us. And, um, without getting into too many details, but on the 20th, I have a few hours and I said to Brian, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I don't ever do that, you guys. I never go get, like, I can count on one hand the amount of professional massages I've ever had. Or I don't go to the spa when I go on vacation and I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and you. this for place you. we're You're staying has like a separate mm-hmm. pool and it has a separate restaurant for the spa. And I'm spending like half a day there with my journal and my book. I'm going to, I can't oh, decide, should lovely. I get a facial or should I get a massage? I've never had a facial. You only get a facial if it includes massage, because yeah. then it's killing two birds with one stone. Well, it includes a facial and scalp massage, it says. Yeah. So and if I you don't can know. get like an extra $25 more scalp massage, then you get the facial with the $25 scalp massage. Yeah, because my favorite thing oh. in life is a scalp massage. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. But then, uh, but then I, I did say to Brian too, though. I said, and then the next day on my actual birthday, um, you know, these are the things I want to do. Like I'm already telling him, I want to go for a hike. <laughs> um, I want to take a nap by the pool. I want you know, and he just nods. He's just like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And everyone across the board, you know, most people are, especially in adulthood, their birthdays are no big deal. And some people really, really don't like their birthday and they don't want to acknowledge it. And some people are really lukewarm. Everyone that I've met who shares a birthday with me or has a birthday right around my birthday loves their birthday. That is not a coincidence. That is written in the stars. I swear to God. Well, maybe that's a Pisces slash Aries thing. I really, really (laughs) believe that it is. Well, I think it's helpful that you both have um, birthdays kind of at a good part of the school year. Mm-hmm. Spring has come. I mean, for those of us, um, I've got one daughter who has a summer birthday, so that's always a bummer. That's hard. And I then know. mine was right in the right when school started. You're so, September, aren't you? Yeah. Oh. And so that And you just, didn't know kids yet. Yeah, you didn't really know people. You hadn't had a chance to, like, get your invitations out. I don't know. It just was kind of different. You were just right back at school. And so mm-hmm. you were all, like, in school by we the time in. your birthdays right. yeah. rolled around yeah. mm-hmm. and you yep. knew who you wanted to invite and yep. you've been invited <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think that might have something to do with it too. You know what we should do next year, Kristen? Hmm. I'm not even kidding. We need to find a roller rink that's still open and let's do a <gasps> roller skating birthday party Michelle. next year. Do you want to? Yes. We are totally doing that. I'm let's going do to it. physical therapy right now okay. so that let's I can it. be ready. Let's do right a roller, roller skating, skating party. It would be so dangerous for me. But well, I'm gonna do I really want to go, so and I really want. Um, I, in fact, I was just telling Brian the other night. I, I was watching a TikTok video of these two guys who can do that kind of skating, where you know oh, you crisscross, yeah. and it's almost like disco skating. And I said, I'm not kidding. I wanna. I, I won't. But I was like, I, I wanna. I wish I knew how to do this. Like I'm not kidding that I wish I knew. I am kidding that I would ever be able to do it. But <laughs> I said, I wish there was a roller rink, and I wish I could. I had enough money that I could build one. That's not like one like super old. Like actually build a brand new one or find an old one and mm-hmm. refurbish it and make it a really cool place for people to go again that people our age can rent out for birthday parties yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that. And that the kids again can go and have fun. You know, the ones here that they kind of turn into, you know, where people are making drug deals and they're kind of seedy and scary. Oh, are and, they? Well, the mm-hmm. one that just closed was, that's what it was known for, oh, the, the roller, roller garden. garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was also like child trafficking, big time there. Oh, my Oh my gosh, my girls yeah. went, little brownie troop went there and stuff. Oh, yeah, right. we did lots of class yeah. trips there. I met, okay, so as an adult, like I took my brownies there. Like, oh, Grace's yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I did stuff. too. I did too. So I hope there uh, anyway, anyone. didn't you, your old rink is still open, isn't it, Kristen? Cheapskate in Coon Rapids, Minnesota Coon Rapids. is still open. <laughs> okay. I know. Well, mm-hmm. they're trying to change the name. 2023. You'll, yeah. you'll be turning. 50, I'll be turning 55. Five. I'll be turning mm-hmm. 54. Let's do it. Let's have, let's, and I will, I'll bring the planet. wrist guards. I'm requiring everyone. This is like being vaccinated. You have to wear wrist yeah. guards. Yeah. Well, and helmets. We should all wear, <laughs> yes. And we elbow wear pads. You guys, I had a yes. friend break her yes. elbow rollerblading. There's nothing <gasps> worse than a broken elbow. I tell you. Oh, it's going to hurt so bad. So, I mean, I might be in like one of those bubbles, those inflatable things that you can, um, <laughs> you like a hamster wheel. We're all going to wear like, we're going to wear like inner tubes. Yes. We're going to get floaties from the pool and we're going to wear them around our I middle. told you in our roller skating episode, I'm a pretty good roller skater. So I don't, I need, I will definitely wear like, you know, the wrist guards, but mm-hmm. I don't know that I need um, to wear like oh, a Oh, look at suit. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, I'll do like it. I'll show you. my wheels and stuff. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you roller skated? A crossover. Skated? Me? Yeah. 
Oh, gosh. Um, I have pictures from Roller Garden. Um, my girls were, let's see, she was, it was probably about eight, ten years ago. Okay. So you I know think- Liam was kindergarten. <laughs> so last time like, I okay, like, okay yeah. so I'm sure you're well, still that's as good your, as you think I mean, you, you made are. it sound like, oh, I'm good. You know, I don't need any of that stuff. And I'm thinking, did you just go last week or something? Like, how are you basing this? I'm good. <laughs> I, I rollerbladed a lot in the 90s. That was like my exercise, you know, like I would, we mm-hmm. had, I lived, this was when I lived in Scottsdale and we had like big paths that went along the, um, you have uh, jogging paths that go along the wash, like the, it's almost like mm-hmm. a canal type thing and mm-hmm. they're really smooth. And yeah, before I had kids, I would go rollerblading all the time. Um, That's a too. long time ago. I just want you that to was, know. That was <laughs> in the 90s. That's like 30 years yeah. ago. So I know. I just don't I'm want still to that take good. You I'm still that hospital. good. Okay. You're going to ruin the birthday if we have to like call if an ambulance to, or you It's going to give a lot of new meaning to it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, right? <laughs> no kidding. Well, I was wondering, it would be nice if we could invent something that made you could skate on it beautifully, but if you fell, it kind of absorbed your fall a little mm. bit. Like somehow there was some you kind bounced. of cushioning. <laughs> so it'd be like a gym, like not a gym floor, but like it, yeah. like mm-hmm. a gym club floor. Help me with my words. Yes. Health like club. Those, health club. Yeah, health That's club. what I'm looking for. <laughs> gym club. Yeah. Yeah. Gym club. club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something a little spongy. But Squishy. Yet you could still but you can skate on skate it. Skate on it. Okay. Um, well, you guys, should we get to um, talk about these fun TV homes? Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's why you're here. (laughs) Okay, you guys, I'm really excited about today's episode. Last week, we shared our favorite TV homes. This week, we are going to learn what our society members have chosen as their favorite TV homes. And oh my gosh, you guys, we got 100, well over 100 responses. I think it was one of our most commented on posts ever. And people, like us, had feelings. And you guys, they were kind of all over the board. I mean, yes, there's some winners, and I'm going to ask you that, or some homes that get the highest uh, votes. But wow, there were some others that I went, yeah, like I had forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, do you have thoughts, or what do you think might have been our top vote getter? What home did most, or not most, because it wasn't really far and away, a win. That alone surprises me. Yeah, that it wasn't well. far and away. Because right. I think I would, number one has got to be Brady Bunch. I would say, and then I'd say number, number two one. is Mary, T- Mary Tyler Moore. Say, that's what uh, I have. I have, I would guess, Brady Bunch, Mary Tyler Moore. And then I actually threw a sleeper one in there just because we, I know that the three of us think this is a tremendous house and so retro and cool. And I feel like our society um, is a lot like we are. We're all the same. Um, but I put maybe Family Affair got a lot of votes because that house was so cool so and retro the fact that it was so, an apartment was oh, so yes because yes, it yes. was it was vast and you just kept walking and walking pet, and walking yes. but it mm-hmm. was a, an apartment right it was a penthouse right wasn't it the mm-hmm. very top yeah it was the yeah. penthouse because it also yeah. had that outside patio it was almost right. yes. like you could go outside you and they could have the drinks and they had or coffee um, or like drinks or staff you know like they had staff that yeah worked there and mr french yes so that's a great guess but that was not um that was not that top, so, or it wasn't even we, third. Wait, did we even get three. number one? Uh, no, you did not what? get number one. <gasps> You're kidding. No, believe it or okay, not. And this us. could have something to do with um, who makes up our, fo- our, our like original followers, because we might have a lot of friends that came on early on. So Mary Tyler Moore won. 
She Yay! was number yeah. one, but not by I a whole lot. I feel like a winner. <laughs> yes, you you picked the best. Well, one. and that's interesting because Mary Tyler Moore also was the winner of our TV theme songs. Um, that's, that's right. True. Which we agree with all of these choices. We're not we saying yes. like, and isn't that you weird? All have we have wonderful taste. Yes, you have a wonderful yes, taste. You um you indeed do, and I don't know how many of those would have been Minneapolis followers. But um, and it was cute to read some of the comments, uh, kind of like you said, Kristen, several people commented on when they went to look for their first apartments out of college. That's the apartment they had in Aww. their in their mind. And where were they going to put their initial? What wall was going to oh hold their initial? <laughs> like that was a factor. And I just thought some of these comments, I realized I was not alone in some of the things that I thought. And sure enough, there were several people that thought that's what my first apartment should look like, just like wow. you did, Kristen. I um, feel very validated. Yeah. So coming in a very close second was Brady Bunch. Okay. So you were good with that. We actually have a follower whose her name on Instagram is Dilling, right? Isn't it mm-hmm. Dilling Street? Um, yep, Dilling Michelle. Street, yeah. So She's- it's devoted to the Brady Bunch house. That's her mm-hmm. um, entire account. So obviously her favorite. And, then and if you're confused by Dilling Street, it's because that's the actual address. Yes. Right. And yes. on the show, they were something, something, something Clinton Way. Isn't exactly. that right? Clinton right. Way? Well, yeah, Clinton you brought that yeah, before. And we were trying to remember, how would we know that? And the image that comes to mind for me is when they would get mail. And sometimes they would, um, there were a couple episodes where, um, wasn't it Jan got like a mysterious letter. It's and the one with the necklace. It's the one where she got the oh, necklace that's from right. her secret that, admirer. See, yeah, there you go. Scott Home and Meth Mailman, this is for you. Oh, a package. Well, it certainly resembles one. Miss Jan Brady, 4222 Clinton Way City. That's me, all right. Um, for some reason, my I just recently watched it. Because somebody's getting the mail. That's right. I mean, yeah, we can picture things by how that tune is played. Right. That's crazy. And then um, I felt good when I saw this. The third was Bewitched. Yeah. Believe it or not. That is freaking me out. I cannot. Mm -hmm. I never. When you said that Bewitched was your favorite house, I was like, wow, she pulled that one out from way back in the back of her brain. You know what, though? I agree because I, I loved Bewitched, but I don't have, Carolyn, you know how you were just saying how you can say, you can have watched the entire season of Seinfeld, but you can't go back and when people have specific memories of Seinfeld or, or say certain lines, you're like, I don't really know if I remember that. That's how I am with Bewitch because I think I watched it so young. Um, but I remember 100% loving, loving, loving it and watching it, like watching it mm-hmm. a lot. But I don't remember really specific episodes or specific things except the house. I would move into that house right now. Well, yeah, exactly. Me too. And, but at the same time, like I said earlier, I didn't know why it was. It just, it just has always been. I mean, that is just mm-hmm. the house in my mind as a child. And like, if you ask me, that's what I say. And I feel like that's what so many other people that was kind of in their comments. It's just always been bewitched. It wasn't any one specific thing. I mean, obviously people mentioned the stairs, um, the two sets of stairs and the cool pass through bar area. But somehow it was the whole feeling you got just being in there. And maybe it was truly the magic that happened in there and, you know, literally. Tabitha's mm-hmm. room. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it. It was all pink. Like, who gets an all pink room? You know, my, oh, you did? I did. Mm-hmm. But no. you know what? I didn't like pink. I didn't oh, choose well. it. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I didn't just like if my mom's listening, I didn't dislike it or anything. I was just too young to choose my own room colors. So they chose yeah. pink. Because obviously I'm a girl. So what else? Right. Do you I mean, I could see that. I We weren't. Well, I shouldn't say we weren't allowed, but my mom was very practical. And I guess she always thought there's a chance we're going to move. And so if I paint this a funky color, I'm going to have to paint it again. So we, we never got to paint our rooms. I'm oh, still, we had a lot of wallpaper. Lots of wallpaper. Oh, in your bedrooms? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, oh, yeah, yes. I, Well, that's true. I guess, see, we yes. didn't have any of that. We didn't have Every room. Every we room. had it in our dining room and our we'd like flocked wallpaper in our entry foyer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was like yes. tactile and kind of furry. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and kind of iridescent too. Oh, I think nice. now I that I think about that. it. But um, I, and maybe that's why I never felt like I had a whole lot of ownership in my bedroom until we moved to New Jersey, which you know I didn't want to move. And then my mom, I think, because they felt bad, was like, "You can pick out everything, the color. You can get new furniture and." Yeah, I could, that's why I go to therapy. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so Bewitched was third. But okay. there were some fun surprises that, one, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And two that I had just kind of forgotten about. Um, so I'm going to share some of those with you guys and see if you even remember any of these and what, what you kind of thought. So we had everything from um, – well. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you the ones that kind of chunked together. So you mentioned Family okay. Affair, um, Michelle. So that one, um, that along with the Jeffersons, oh, sure. Mork and Mindy. And, oh, yes. Oh, my God. They're um, Boulder. Boulder, Colorado. Boulder. Right? It was a yes. Victorian also. Right. Um, Rhoda's Apartment mm-hmm. and Three's Company all kind of came in around the same. Those kind okay. of all um, kind of clumped together. Uh, the Waltons you could probably throw in there as well. I was surprised that actually didn't have more, to be honest with you. And then um, – South Fork also came in. I didn't even think oh. of that as a home or a house. I didn't think of that as a. I did right away when I was thinking of it, but I was like, no. I I remember being like, God, that's a cool house, but never really feeling like it was my favorite. No. Right, no. and I it think I think because it just didn't seem attainable. Well, yeah, right. that's just what um, Kristen said, and I think also you had were talking about this a little bit, Michelle. But there weren't any rules really to this. Like when we asked people, like whatever just kind of comes yeah. to your mind. So it might be memorable yeah. that feeling that you get. Mm-hmm. It might be the way you want your house to look now. It might have been whatever the case may be. So w- there weren't any. Um, what do I want to say? Any rules as to what you had to think of when you were thinking of your favorite home? So that was those were kind of fun. The Silver Spoons house came up a lot. Um, I don't remember that. So any of those kind of oh, 80s shows a little bit later. Um, yeah, I didn't yeah, like Ricky Schroeder then. I don't train. like him now. I love yeah, the train. I love Everyone's show, about the, the train. train. And then there were video games in the in in there. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. And see, I guess that's Jason probably Bateman you was are on that show too. the youngest oh, yeah, of the right. three of us. And so that was probably a little more your mm-hmm. wheelhouse at that point. So um, I love But that a couple show. that I thought, well, that's kind of fun. One was Heart to Heart. I loved that show. Oh, I forgot about that house. And that I loved that house actually a couple of times. Well, it was, it was very the, ornate. Yeah, but dark. yet it felt cozy. It very, was like it had this kind of juxtaposition. It felt homey, even though they were you like know, you'd super have a wealthy. snifter of brandy in front of the fire, right? Mm-hmm. But you'd you'd feel comfortable there. You wouldn't feel out of yeah. place. Maybe there were some of the homes that were like the South Forks, where you that's the dog mm-hmm. kind of museum, like yeah. And um, and what's the but was there. Butler kind of friend's name. I forget. All I remember is Freeway. Freeway was the dog. dog, Yeah. Yeah, um, I forget. And everyone's yelling at us now in their car. I know. know. Because he would answer the phone. It's it's like Oscar or something like that. Let me look. I don't know if it's Oscar. Keep going. It's not Jeeves, but it's something like Jeeves. Um, 
another, speaking of Jeeves, this sounds like Jeeves, but um, Jeannie's Bottle was also yes. a very popular. Oh, I saw that. I wanted that one. to be my bedroom. Yeah. So, and and that oh, it was wasn't Max. necessarily. Oh, Max. That's Just right. Max, of course. Oh, that's yeah. surprising. That Oscar. It was Max. Now of course it was Max. Max. But it wasn't um, the house. It was the actual bottle. I'm working The bottle. Back. I yes. wanted the bottle. Oh, yes. yeah. That, it's because so, she had this the velvet seating that went all the pillows. Yeah. That yeah. you could kind of lay on, but still yeah, be sitting so up fun. and talking. Yes, that was um, fun. Someone said Jim Rockford's trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. That's right. <laughs> so again, you know, maybe it had to do with the, the show itself, but that was mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, I'm trying to look. I'm looking on here to see if there were ever were, the family house got six. So that was kind of um, up there with some that were not. That were said a lot. Oh, I know another one that I thought of. And when the person wrote the comment, I was like, yes. So it was the one day at a time apartment. This is it. This is it. This is life. But it was that little nook. You know that yeah. nook that was like behind the, like the behind family the room yeah. Yeah. where the windows were? Oh, yeah. If you've watched the recent mm-hmm. One Day at a Time with Rita Moreno, um, she lives there. That's where she lives because she's the grandmother oh, that funny. lives with them. Oh. That's an excellent yeah. series, by the way, the new, the revamped one they did. And there's a big curtain that pulls there. And so they made the set look the same, but that's where she lives. She has like a sleeper sofa back I there. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't, isn't that where their grandmother did she, when she came to visit? Um, wasn't Nancy? Nanette Fabre? Oh, yeah. Didn't she sleep in there sometime? I don't know. I don't remember. But I realize as I'm saying the word nook a lot, a lot of the houses I liked had little nooks, had little like spaces that you could go and kind of be alone, but not all the way alone. Well, it's like Mary's fridge. Everything that's tiny is better. Yeah. (laughs) Cozy is better. Tiny is better. So you guys, one of our followers, Maria Shaw, who was just wonderful. And she comments a lot. She shared with us that um, not long ago, she purchased a a new old home. And she is working right now to decorate it exactly like the bewitched home. And she... Bewitched yes, again. Again. She is. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, she is. So she sent some photos of what it looks like now. But she is, I guess, scouring the internet and vintage stores to find the decor and the furniture. She wants her home to look like the bewitched house. This, I feel like I'm learning a lot today. If you like what you hear, let us know by becoming an official supporter of the Pop Culture Preservation Society on Patreon. This show is created, researched, produced, distributed, edited, and paid for by us, Kristen, Carolyn, and Michelle. And your support allows us to keep the lights on and keep on trucking. For the price of one or two cups of coffee a month, you can become a supporter by going to poppreservationists.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Or go to our link in bio on Instagram and find the Patreon link in our link tree. We appreciate you and thank you so much for helping us do what we love. Okay, here's a surprising pick. Tell me, Carolyn, if this was on your list. Okay. When we talk about dream homes, most of the time we are picturing something, if not luxurious, at least with indoor plumbing. But how many of you would have (laughs) killed to spend one night in the little house on the prairie? Oh, I'd kill now. Me. Right. If I can sleep yeah, in that loft. I, <laughs> I call the loft. You know, with your little kerchief <laughs> on your head? Did anyone yes. say Little and House pe- on the Prairie? Yes, they did. We had a, a couple of Little House on the Prairie choices. We did. Because people feel strongly. It was cozy. And to climb a ladder into oh my your room. Gosh. That was the coolest. How cool would that be? 
I did wonder, though, even as a child, I thought, how do Ma and Pa have sex? Because <laughs> they they're don't. just right there. <laughs> uh, no, actually, if you Mom go back and watch some not. of those episodes, you know they were. They're cozy. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. They would make yeah. eyes at each other. The barn. In the barn. Reach in <laughs> the Where barn. all the animals go <laughs> to have sex. <laughs> Caroline, meet you in the barn after dinner. Oh. So did you guys know that that house still exists? No. Oh, it didn't get – oh, yes. yeah. It still exists. So once the series ended – um, Stan Iver, who played the blacksmith, John Carter, he asked if he could keep the set. And they said yes, which I kind of find amazing. So he had the house disassembled and then taken to his home in rural L.A. County. Um, and I think this is really cute. Allison Arngrim, who played Nellie Olson, said, People felt better knowing the little house was safe. And she also said, We all think that it would be great to see it in the Smithsonian. And I agree. I totally. agree, too. I totally agree. Let's let's start a petition. I think we should. Well, listen to this. He he tried, um, Stan Iver, the guy who played the blacksmith, mm-hmm. he tried to donate it to the Laura Ingalls Wilder Museum in Walnut Grove, Minnesota. But Ed Friendly, who I think, was he a producer on the show? Is that right? They have, they have rights, the rights to, um, yeah, to the, sh- to the story, I think. To the story. And mm-hmm. he said no. Big meanie. Because I think. That is a perfect idea. They would yes. take care of it. It's in the place where people are traveling to mm-hmm. to honor Laura Ingalls Wilder, both the show and the books. And he said no. Well, I'm going to write a strongly worded letter to Ed Friendly. That doesn't <laughs> yes. sound very friendly, Ed. Doesn't sound very friendly. I agree. <laughs> and you can save it just like you saved the Waltons. That's right. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so people love their TV homes without a doubt. And when I was doing my research, I found this out when I discovered a book. A book's called a book called TV Sets, and it's by a gentleman who he said for many years, just for fun, he would sketch out what he thought would be the floor plan of some of his favorite TV homes. And then he started to make them more architecturally uh, real and obviously would be imagining those parts that we all probably imagined that we didn't get to see, like the Mary Tyler Moore bathroom or that fourth wall in a um, home that wasn't shown in the TV show. And it, he had the some of them displayed in a bar somewhere and a art collector or someone who owned an art gallery was in there and said, this is amazing. Like, you need to do this and you need to make it a book. And sure enough, he did. And I will put a link to the show no- in our show notes to that book because it's so fun. You'll just sit there and look and see, oh my gosh, there's Bewitched House. There's Andy Griffith's house. And it's just like you're, you know, like Mike Brady drew them. These are real, like, like <laughs> blueprints. TV sets by Mike Brady. <laughs> that would actually be super cool. Wouldn't that be fun? Um and so people, I, I guess, love these floor plan, these imaginary floor plans so much that there is a um, shop on Etsy where you can buy blueprints of, again, our favorite TV homes from Mary Tyler Moore to Little House on the Prairie. She has one for wow. that. To more current <laughs> Just shows. Just a box. <laughs> Just a square. It's got some matchsticks in it. And I get, I mean, this, it's got like 10,000 reviews or something. People love Buying mm-hmm. these floor plans—that's a good Christmas them. gift, isn't it's that a fun? Great gift idea uh, for idea. that person. You it's can't a great buy gift anything idea, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's also—it's just a great conversation piece to have on your wall. Too. Oh yeah, and it's not that's limited so to true. houses. From what I could tell, like I think the Cheers bar was in there. Uh-huh. Um, some of the other, like the coffee shop on Gilmore Girls, and uh-huh. things like that. There, yeah, they are have a lot of recent shows 
as well as the shows that we're talking about. Yeah. And you guys, thanks to one of our society members, we found the coolest Instagram account. It's run by a digital architect. Her name is Marina Coates. And you guys, we are obsessed. It turns out she has a YouTube account. And you guys, what Marina does is just nothing short of extraordinary. It's it's going to blow your mind, let me just say. Marina takes our favorite TV homes, and let's just name a few that we have we know she's done. She's done The Walton. She's done I Love Lucy. She's done Dick Van Dyke Show, Bewitched. Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. I love, now I'm forgetting. I Love Jeannie. I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and, of course, The Brady Bunch. And she does renderings of them, uh, architectural renderings of them on her computer where she takes you through the entire house and she puts the fourth wall and all the rooms and a ceiling. 3D. 3D. Yes, 3D. Yes. Yeah. And the details are tremendous. And she go, she walks you through. And it's not like she's just a fan. Well, first of all, she is a super fan of all these shows. But it's not like she's just a super fan who says, oh, I'm going to go make this look. I'm going to go make this look like it does in my memory. She researches these shows and spends hundreds of hours doing this. And she actually takes the details and she interviews people that actually were set designers on the show or people that are experts about the show. She gets everything down to what's in the picture frames on the wall, that it's the same. And you feel, I mean, you're obviously walking through a computer generated Dick Van Dyke home, but it, the details are so spot on and it's so much fun. And we could not recommend Marina's, um, her social media and, but especially her YouTube channel, Mockingbird Lane more. And yeah, we will put a, yes, a link in. I need to reiterate that because when Michelle says walks you through a home, this is a video. She doesn't mean that figuratively. She means that literally you're watching a video in which you're walking through the set. This is a 3d rendering where you actually get to walk through the home. Not figuratively. Right. It's, it's <laughs> it like, it like someone's walking through with a camera. Like she's yes, walking right. through with a camera behind and she's the camera. created this. Yeah. She's created this. So it is. Uh, we only were, we only found out about Marina's um, channel and her work just a, a week ago when we were planning this episode. And so how serendipitous. So we reached out to Marina and Marina was so lovely to agree to come on our podcast and to chat with us about just this really super fun um, art that she creates. Here is our conversation with Marina. Enjoy. We are so excited to chat with you today, Marina. I am so glad you found the time to meet with us. Uh, As we were preparing for this episode, we got this wonderful uh, message from one of our followers who shared your account with us. And needless to say, I think I've been glued to Mockingburn Lane on YouTube Mm -hmm. ever since. You are our people, and we are so glad you're here to talk with us today. Oh, happy to be here. This is so... Sounds like a good fit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You think? I think so, yeah. You think? (laughs) Talk about serendipity. Yes, definitely. So, before we get into any of the details about any particular of our favorite homes, I'd like to ask you a little bit about why. How did you get into this? What was the impetus? Well, I've always, always loved set design. Like if I watch a movie, that's what I'm looking at. TV shows, same thing. And I went back to school a few years, well, a few years ago. I graduated in 2012 in uh, architecture program. 
And when I came out and was freelancing and um, designing homes, I was using the principles they use in cinematic design. So the reason we love these homes, it isn't just the families that live in them. That's a huge part. But they have, they, they design different than we do in our homes. And so I wanted to take those principles and put them into the home. So I was doing that. Um, when you're freelancing, you often have a little free time. And one day, for whatever reason, I was getting some images ready to send off to developers. And I thought, no, no, today I want to just have fun with my free time. Yeah. And I'd always wanted to walk through the Dick Van Dyke house, like if it was oh, real. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I pictured someday I want to build it and walk through it. So uh, now I could, you know, virtually. And right. so I did that that day instead. And I was just hooked. I remember I did send off those images, but I like kind of never went back. <laughs> I was just hooked. I just kept making them. So Dick Van Dyke was your first. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. that is so funny. So I and just as soon as you said that, I did it. go like, oh, yeah. like I loved it. Yes, it was a great house. It's funny. That's it's the first one I watched when I found your YouTube. I was scrolling and like, how do I how do I pick which one? There are, there are all so many great houses. And when I saw the Dick Van Dyke house, which we all love, yeah. that was that was the one I started with. Yeah. Yes, it's a great house, and they were always entertaining in that house, right? Yes. Yeah, they so did. even though mm -hmm. it looks kind of normal size, they could have these huge parties there. They knew how to I do know. things. Set designers know what's going okay, on. Okay, that is an interesting thread because I'm thinking of, yes, that house, and then I just went through all the Brady Bunch things, and then I went through the Mary Tyler Moore things, mm -hmm. and it all of them have a place for people to gather. Yes, mm -hmm. bewitched. They all look like good place yeah. to have good places to have a party yes they were always having people over and there was room in all these yes. different areas Mr. Tate yes he would make all the clients come to Darren's house that's right <laughs> yeah well that um so okay so you did this first Dick Van Dyke one so what did you do with it then you have this oh, it was video. just for me okay and and then I made Bewitched just for me and I don't remember the third one. Oh, maybe Full House. And then my daughter said, who loves Full House, she mm -hmm. said, Mom, maybe you should do a website. I think other people might like to see these because I'm just spending my time in these houses. <laughs> and one day she came over to the house and she went into the den for a while. And when she came out, she said, I have a website set up for you. Oh, oh those kids. Oh, and instead of just doing tours, that's when I started adding the information to, you know, and... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lots of fun surprises. That's one of my favorite parts. And let me tell our listeners that if you go, if you if you watch Marina's videos, it's not just, oh, and this is where the fourth wall would be, and this is where they could sit. One of my favorite things are just the little nuggets of information. And and in some of the videos, it's really comical. I was watching the the um your video on the upstairs of the Brady Bunch house last night. And one of my favorite things after you show like the boys' room or the girls' room, it's you say and let's go and see what things took place in this room. And then it's actual stills from many, many episodes. But it's really funny. It's things like lifting weights and checking muscles. <laughs> right, and in the bathroom, it's like trying to get rid of freckles with lemons. It's like all, and it's all the stills from, and I was cracking up because just one after another were all these Brady Bunch memories just being thrown at me, but in a really comical way. And it was so true. Well, that's good to hear. I will keep adding that in episodes. Yeah, I loved I didn't it. Know. Yeah. yeah. So how long does it take you to create um, one of your renderings? Because like Michelle just pointed out, 
you must watch like every single episode of the series. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> and then that's just the research part. And then you've got to actually do the stuff. So how long would you say an average one takes you now? Well, first of all, I only, I only pick homes that I love and shows that I love and I know every episode already, right? Okay. Growing up. Yeah. Yeah. That helps a lot. Um, because it does take a long time, um, to build it. So I have to love the house. I wouldn't want to spend, yeah. yeah. Um, they take about a hundred to 200 hours, but. Oh my God. <laughs> but that's not just creating the home. That's the whole production, doing the script. Uh, you know how long it takes afterwards, post production, yes. editing, all of that. Um, but now that's originally when I started timing it, I would bet I've just gotten faster and faster. You, you know, you just mm-hmm, do. Sure. So now maybe a hundred, a little over. It depends how big the house is, right? Yeah, true. So I Love Lucy didn't take very long. It's a thousand square foot home. Uh, the Brady Bunch took forever, but I was new at it back then too. I'm so impressed when I watch them that you give us like the measurements, like you're not just making this up off the top of your head, like this is a bedroom or whatever. Like you just said, oh, the I Love Lucy apartment's like a thousand square feet. Like, How did you figure that out? But you (laughs) tell us when we're watching the videos. And I just, again, am so impressed with the detail of your work. It's it's amazing. Thank you. And and you also provide really fun details. There's uh, there's a video on your channel where you just have I think it's nine TV kitchens, and you don't say what they are. We have to guess which ones they are, and many of them are from the '60s or even some from the '50s. And they're you you say we only saw this in black and white, and your rendering is in color. And so before you said it, in my mind, I was like, oh, but she picked good colors for that. It's like very '60s. And then you say. But this is the actual color that the set was. So you're, you pay <laughs> that would very never close attention to detail. Well, no, to make it really accurate. And yeah. I appreciated that because, you know, there were a lot of shows we only got to see in black and white. And now it's really fun to go through the kitchen um, and Marina's rendering and see that the counters were actually like a really cool peach color. We're blowing people's minds right here because those kitchens actually existed in real life in color. Like yeah, that's, that's the truth, right. people. So did the people. <laughs> right. They had color. You just didn't see it. Yes. Do, do you Except for maybe the Munsters. It was probably all gray. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. And the people, too. They actually, <laughs> that's right. They lived in black and white. So tell us, like, if you can, um, you know, we're obviously, we don't have the degree um, you can do, but can you share a little bit um, how you do it? Is it just a computer program you use? Um, are you... Are you creating things like the wood stove or are you finding them in a catalog? You know, like I'm thinking of, for instance, Dick Van Dyke's house. You know, he has the wood stove, you know, the, the, is that what it is? Is it a wood? It's whatever their fireplace is. It's almost like Mm -hmm. a freestanding thing Mm -hmm. or say the piano or the couch or whatever. Are you actually designing that or are you kind of finding them as if you were playing Sims, like from a catalog of couches and Mm -hmm. then you just get to pick it? It's a combination. So obviously okay. the house, I do myself, the walls, the structure. And I do that, by the way, you were asking, it's in SketchUp. I use SketchUp Pro, but there's a free SketchUp online if you try it out and mm, see if you like it. First. Write it down. Yeah, yeah. SketchUp. And then um, the the program I use that makes it look real, it renders it and allows me to make the tours, is called Lumion. Those are the two I use. Now, uh, for the items... I have to build a lot of them because they're extremely specific. 
Um, but I, yes, I can get a lot of things from a catalog. You, you were talking yeah. about components. So it's a combination. Okay. And as I progressed, I tried to do more and more that I actually build myself. So they look like what it did on the set in the beginning. If you go to my early ones and please don't. <laughs> <laughs> we say the same thing um, sometimes. <laughs> mm, yes. Don't you cringe at your early videos? <laughs> yes, uh, we do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the early ones, I just grabbed components that were similar. Now, more and more, I try to get the same material. Um, I try, or if it's like a couch or curtains, or I build whatever it is to look like what it did on set. Oh, and I've since learned how to put the real artwork into the frames on the wall in the beginning. I didn't I know how to do that. I love that part. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was the bewitched ones last night. And then you give mm -hmm. us some facts about art. I'm thinking... I could, like, win Who Wants to Be a Millionaire after watching some of these because I know who the artist of Little Girl with a Broom or Girl with a Broom, you know, yeah. and I just, I yeah. love that. So I do what I bet you do. Uh, when I'm starting a new project, whatever questions I have, I assume the watcher is going to have, the viewer. Mm -hmm. And so I just keep notes of that, and that's what I explore. So I want to know about that painting. I find out who did it. Like, I'm learning on the spot, too. That's I'm not right. an art historian. Okay, so I have this is a two part question actually because I wanted to ask you about your favorite TV home, but I realize your favorite TV home might not be the same as your favorite TV home project that you've done. So, do you have a what is what is your favorite project that you've done so far? And B, what is your actual favorite TV home? Ooh. So my most recent favorite. Oh gosh, it's so hard. You know, my husband makes a joke because every time I'm done with. A home. I say it's my favorite home. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's a good way to go. But right, um, right. So there's for different reasons. When I did the Walton's home, getting to interview Paul, I was crying as oh, I was doing we the know. interview. Oh, yes, we know how that I feel. You. Well, I remember when it was over and I came out. I told my husband, "That's my favorite." ever. And it was because of that. But then when I did Home Alone, so it's a different aspect. It's not someone that lived in the home, but John Mudo was the production designer. And I got to ask him every question I ever wanted to ask about oh. that house. So that was amazing in that way. But if I'm just doing my favorite TV house, ah, honestly, it's a tie between probably Dick Van Dyke and Bewitched. I don't know. But my favorite movie home, I know for sure. And that is The Parent Trap, the original one with Haley Mills, oh, yes. The Ranch House. Yes. And I don't yes, think it'll ever get topped, but we'll see. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Clacking the sticks together to keep the mountain lions away. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that show. Um, what is, so you've done all these projects. They're all on your YouTube channel. What is the one that's gotten the most views so far? Bewitched. It's almost at half a million. But... Oh, that's, that's crazy, crazy, right? But that was, um, it's been on there for two years too. So okay, that's okay. partly why it has so many. So Bewitched is the one that has the most views. And you think part of that is because it's been on there the longest. But is there some reason you think that people are attracted to that house? Yeah, it still will constantly, unless I've just released one, have the most views currently coming in. So yeah, it's an all-time favorite. Um, I have my reasons. I'd love to hear your reasons too. Um, to me, that house, it, it's so homey. It's like comfort food, but it's still really cool, really unique. So everybody can kind of picture themselves living in it. And it, you feel like, you feel like you could afford it, but you also, yeah, yeah but you, it would also be a really cool home, a dream home. 
it still has sort of a mid, mid-century mm-hmm. modern vibe a little bit, at the same time being really homey. But how often the sets change? Like that house, I mean, things were in different places. One time there's a this, and then there's a chandelier, then there's not, or a light fixture. And, um, you know, I don't think that even mattered. Like, I remember the parts I loved about it, so I guess they were actually different seasons. You know, I know there wasn't always the stair uh, the staircase in the kitchen, but in my mind it was always there, um, you know, right. that kind of thing. Yeah, and you know, you bring up a good point, too. I'll often get comments from people that they remember it a different way. Um, and um, I think, like, it means more to us than just a TV show. So they'll they'll sometimes even get a little grumpy about, um, <laughs> no, I remember a window there. But we all do that. When I'm starting oh, sure. a house, I do that. I remember it a certain way, and then I go, wait, what? That never mm-hmm. happened? That was never there? You know what it makes me wonder? If we were able to go back to our childhood home exactly how it was when we were a kid, would it be the way we remember it? I know it would appear oh, bigger. Scary. But oh, yeah. no. You're flipping me out right now. It would be so much smaller than we remember, and I don't think it would. I think I would walk around. I grew up in a lot of different homes. Like, I moved a ton. But there's one house that I go back to in my dreams, I would say, three times a month. I mean, it's a recurring. It's the house I lived in, like, the longest, which was five years. So it would be really interesting to go back. I think there would be a lot that I was like, oh, that's where the bathtub was there, you know. I had Mm -hmm. that wrong, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet so too. Uh, Marina, you said that uh, you were talking about the Brady Bunch, the HGTV um, show, and we've talked about that in this episode already a lot, but you um, you got to visit the remodeled home. Is that right? I did. It was Yeah, amazing. tell us a little bit about that. I, yeah, building the Brady Bunch house coincidentally at the same time, and I'd posted something on Instagram. And I started getting these comments underneath by someone who sounded like they knew what was going on there, right? And I was just, it piqued my curiosity. And then at one point he wrote, I was saying, I wonder if they'll do this to the house or whatever. And he wrote, this is what they're doing. And it was so specific that I said in the comment under that, um, you know, if, if I'm hearing you right, we're getting a scoop here because nobody really knew what was going on yet. And he wrote, shh. And so I immediately emailed him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then we started corresponding back and forth. It was the design build manager, Dylan Eastman is his name. And he's the one. I don't know how he did it. Like he took, as you know, the inside that we all knew, but kept the outside the same. He's the one that had to come up with how to do that. So eventually we were talking back and forth because we're kind of, both building, kind of both building the house at the same time, mine virtually and much easier. And then um, a couple months later, when it was done, I got invited out to the premiere. Oh and, my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a fun story with that too. This is so weird. So I'm at the Salt Lake Airport getting ready to board to go to Burbank, and I run into Mike Lookinland. Bobby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's, he's on say, my flight. This is not coincidence. This is not coincidence Seriously. anymore. This is so, like right, fate. It's not. This is destiny was made. So to me. I said, Go ahead. Um, are you headed to the premiere at the Garland? Yes. Oh, hi. And we talked for a little bit. I get on the plane and nobody else recognized him or was talking to him. But um, as we're getting off, I noticed he just stayed in his seat. And I just thought, oh, that's probably 
what celebrities do. I don't know. I, I don't know what I was thinking. But then as I walked by him, he got up and he said, would you like a ride? So I got to uh, come to the event. Now, the event was the next day, but I got to arrive at the event place with a Brady, which was pretty with cool. With Bobby Brady. Oh, nice. your, your child self was freaking out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was, I was probably not the calmest I've ever been. So I would imagine that when you were in architecture school, this is not how you imagined it would go. <laughs> like, this is what your architecture degree would be going toward. We, of course, are incredibly pleased that this is where <laughs> your architecture degree has landed you. But have you, what has been the biggest surprise to you on this journey from architecture school to where you are now? Oh, gosh, that I'm ended here, for one thing, like you said. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have predicted it, guessed it, nothing. Um, with the channel, what surprised me, putting these up on the channel is finding out there's so many people out there that love these homes and love the details of them. I had no idea. You know, like I said, it was my daughter that said to do the website. And then when I started the YouTube channel, I, I just didn't have a clue that there really are so many people that are really into these homes, the details. So like, I'll get comments from time to time, um, all the time about little things that I got wrong. And I, I actually love that because it means other people love these shows and they love the details. The Brady Bunch house, I had somebody say, and it's probably accurate. I didn't go back and check. The wall oven was slightly more recessed into the wall. Oh, right? Geez. So that's how much wow. they care. Yeah. So it's more, it's something more than nostalgia going on there. Well, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to be with us. I mean, I feel like we have a new friend. Um, so I do. Yeah, too. I feel like you yeah. dropped in our laps and I'm so excited. Yes. I feel like, yeah, this is a wonderful new connection and friendship between all of us. We thank know you, we're going to have you back, Marina, for sure, because um, for this sure. was way too fun to just do it one time. So enjoy your weekend. It was fun on this end, too. So. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, enjoy your weekend and um, I'll keep in touch. We'll have you back Yeah, again. we definitely yeah. will. Thank Thanks you again. So much. Thanks. Okay. Bye. bye. Thanks, Marina. Bye. Bye. Gosh, I'm so glad that we discovered Marina. Um, I just feel like she's such a fun and creative person to know. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to put direct links right to her YouTube mm -hmm. channel, her social media, and as soon as you finish listening all the way through to our podcast, I want you to run, don't walk, and <laughs> click on those links and watch because. It is amazing. And I think one of my uh, most favorite aspects of those tours is that she takes some of those homes and decorates them for Christmas. And yeah. Christmas music is playing while you're walking through Darren and Samantha's house and a Christmas tree is up and there's Christmas um, cookies in the kitchen and, you know, Hark the Herald Angels Sing is playing in the background. It is so, it's like all of my things that make me get lip, nipple lightning at one time. <laughs> it is just, I can't even. And it's just so fun. a warning, like make sure you have plenty of time because this is yes. not a two minute YouTube video and you will be sucked in and you'll just, you'll be sitting there watching them yeah. one after another, after another. It's like a new hobby for me. I can't stop. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. And but I'm she, telling you, those of you who like to go on YouTube and watch like, um, you know, drunk people doing things or whatever, and you get sucked into like, you know, an hour. This is so worthwhile. Oh like, my God. Yes. And you learn and we things. Know that, you really And we do. know that as society members, you will agree with us. Because like we said, she also gives you really great fun facts and she gives you screen grabs of the show so she can show you what she's talking about when she says, and that cabinet door, you never saw the cabinet door behind, you know, the Mike Brady's closet open, but, and then she'll show you a screen grab from the show where you're like, oh, 
well, darn, you're it's right. Amazing. You never did. Yeah. That kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So if you yeah. didn't have a favorite TV home when you started listening, I bet you do now. <laughs> and whatever that is, it tells you a little bit about yourself, whether it's the Brady staircase or it's Uncle Charlie's Dutch door. Oh, I Why love that Dutch you? door. I'm I sorry know. to interrupt you. <laughs> oh, I almost said that. Oh, sorry, everyone. I love a Dutch door. I just yeah. can't figure out how you keep the bugs out. Like, you can't. There are no bugs in Hollywood. I know, but I want one in real life. And that's the one thing Andy says. Well, then we'd have to have a screen door in front of it. I'm sorry I'm interrupting, but God dang it, I'm not going to leave this planet until I have a Dutch door. That's her, her retirement plan. Right. Include a Dutch door. Uh-huh. Sorry. But that's Note. important because whatever it is you like, that tells you something about yourself. Something about Carolyn loving that Dutch door is informative to her. And so this is my challenge to all of you. Why don't you give yourself a treat and think of a little piece of that house that you love and try and include it in your home right now. Thank you so much for listening today. Yes, you guys, thanks so much for listening and we'll look forward to being with you again next week. Thank you so much to everyone for supporting us by sharing our podcast with others. Honestly, that's the best way you can help us out if you like our conversations and our society. And thank you to those of you who take the time to rate, review, and follow us wherever you listen. Taking a minute or two to click those stars or write a nice review means the world to us. And it tells all the people you don't know how wonderful the PCPS is. Um, and a special thank you to our supporters on Patreon for quite literally helping this podcast keep on trucking. And today we are giving a special thank you shout out to patrons Pam, Jennifer, Heather, Julie, and Melissa. We have a lot of Jennifer's and Melissa's as patrons. Um, I think it's all those 19, um, late 1960, um, baby names. Um, Jennifer and Melissa was as popular, I think, as Amy and Michelle. Um, so anyway, thank you so much. We hope you're all enjoying all the fun content over on our Patreon page. We're having a lot of fun, um, putting up extras for you guys. So if you want to check it out, just go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and type in our name, Pop Culture Preservation Society, in the search bubble, or you can just go to our website at poppreservationists.com and click the Patreon link right there. In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast, courtesy of Jack and Janet and Chrissy. Two good times. Two happy days. Two little house on the prairie. Cheers. Cheers. I almost cheers. forgot about the cheers and went boom. <laughs> That's not how you do it. The information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to Carolyn, the Crushologist, and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, there is always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. Keep moving on. Something always happens whenever we're together. We get a happy feeling when we're singing a song.